you ain't know the deal. I bet you know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's happening? What up, though? What it do, folks? It's your homie, homie CL. Coming to you live on another edition of The Rundown South Podcast. Gotta know that. And I'd like to thank y'all for joining me, however you're joining me. Hopefully you came through from therundown.com. That's D-A, rundown.com. Gotta know that. And if you like this podcast, you can get it every time come out. So you ain't gotta go look for that thing. It come right up to you. You know what I'm saying? Just pick up your phone and be like, oh, The Rundown South, new episode. Let me get that, get that thing right there. So I know what I'm talking about. All day, every day. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. You on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. We all up in that thing, man. All your major players, we on them platforms. And as always, we coming to you live from ATL, Georgia. If you couldn't tell how I was talking, you know, that's how we talk around here. Well, that's how people talk around here. Let's just put it like that. Uh, but today, playing a little catch up. I got Keith Nelson Jr., another regular of the podcast. To come in and talk about some of these NBA storylines. Oh my God. It's so much going down right now. I can't, I can hardly keep up. And I know it's been about a month since I did a podcast. So I'll do a little bit of house cleaning and then we'll get into the podcast. Um, but one other note, uh, I know at the beginning of the session, me and Keith were supposed to get into some talk about the Dreamville album and the documentary, but unfortunately, we ran a little short on time, and of course, Keith, he's from New York, he likes to talk hoop, so we ran a little bit long on the NBA, nothing wrong with that, just know you'll probably be getting another podcast sometime during the week. More than likely, probably Friday, if I can pull it together. Um, but nonetheless, so like I said before, I've been gone for a month. And if you don't really care or whatever, you can skip ahead about a minute and a half and that'll get you right up to Keith. Um, so, yeah, some, for whatever reason, June, it's when my birthday is, June 9th. I just turned 30. Happy birthday to me. And... Something is always going on that keeps me from making a podcast, whether it be some personal issues. Last year, my son got a little sick and I was in a hospital damn near every night for the month of June. Um, you know, me and my son spent our birthdays in a hospital so we could celebrate with him. Um, and this year, you know, I had a better reason for not having podcasts. So I had the pleasure of consulting on someone else's podcast. So I sat in on a few sessions, you know, asked a lot of questions, you know, did some research online on these guys and, you know, just like really cover my bases um, and also putting together a plan about what they could do going forward to help the show grow. So it might turn into a regular gig. And so I'm not going to stop doing my podcast because I'm doing another one. It hasn't, it's not that big. It's not that big, but I will have to be more stringent about when this podcast comes out. So y'all just be on the lookout. If I make any major announcements or where you guys need to go to support me and whatever else I might be doing, 
You know, just look out on all the Twitter feeds, Instagrams, Facebooks, and all them guys. I, I will let you know if anything comes of it. But um, I just wanted to get that out the way, just for anybody who cared and was wondering why I had made any podcast. So, that's enough talking. I'm going to take my victory lap on calling Toronto, and here's Keith Nelson Jr. And as always, we coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And today... I got to bring Keith Nelson Jr. back on the podcast. He is a regular. Uh, what's going on, Keith? Yeah, live from the A. My man, my man. Home of the A, which is buzzing right now. Yeah, hey. Buzzing right now. I mean, the A's always The buzzing. A's always busting, bro. Hey, I, I literally just said this shit uh, when I was fooling around on the podcast. Like, man, we really like Black Mecca right now of just culture no, in general. Really- Somebody, I think it was. Um, did you see? Did you see the um Tyler Perry um speech? No, I didn't. My man was saying some some deep shit on BC. Well, I didn't see the whole thing, but he was saying like he basically said, "I, I say, why y'all fighting for a seat table? I'm gonna go over here in Atlanta and, and make my own table." Like he literally was like, "I own my shit." He pretty much called it Atlanta. I don't know the exact transcript, but he pretty much was put calling it the black mecca where you can get shit done as a black man. I was like. In the in the facts, too, but like, that's a whole different topic. But shout out to Atlanta, heavy y'all big in the news right now. Um, pretty much for the having a soon to be or whenever this comes out, the number one album in the world right now with Dreamville's Revenge of the Dreamers. You know we gonna get into that, but guys, congratulate y'all for that, man. Oh, most definitely, man. So yeah, just to set up the podcast for today. Um, we're going to talk on the front end about some of these NBA transactions that have taken place in the last 30 days. And then after that, we're going to get into this Dreamville album and the documentary that went along with it. Um, you said you had some pretty interesting tidbits, so I'm kind of curious to see what you got to say about that. Oh, I, I got some tips. I'm telling I got some things to say, but what, what what's up with this NBA? What's going on with the NBA right now, man? We gotta make some. I got we gotta make some proclamations real quick, man. I guess for me, because I haven't done a podcast in about three weeks, um, some unfortunate incidents, and I do not have my regular laptop, so I even lost some of my in the the vault episodes. I don't even have access to it. But yes, man, because remember we did one. And I told you I had like I was gonna put out part two where we were talking some hip hop oh, stuff. Oh yeah, bro! I can't even put that podcast. Out. I don't even have access to it. I'm so distraught. Uh, but you're making a classic thing. You know, it, it might it might come out a little bit later in some of these dog days in July. But you know, last time I did a pod was like game two, game three of the NBA Finals, and now it is July 9th. And the NBA world as a whole is completely different than it was 30 days ago. Like Completely. It's crazy <laughs> to just <laughs> like wrap your mind around how many transactions, how many different things, permutations, uh, moving parts. Just it's mind boggling. And I guess we could start like if we go back to like June 11th. Mm-hmm. That was the game five, the day that Kevin Durant went down with an Achilles injury, and that boy it created so much 
confusion about what was going to happen with Kevin Durant. Is he mm-hmm. going to still go to the Knicks? Is he going to go to the Warriors? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, we were still trying to figure out, did Golden State have a chance to win a championship? They, you know, had, they, they, won, they won that game, yeah. And then you go to game six. Clay goes down. and 30 and th- three quarters. <laughs> and then Toronto somehow still pulls it off. Uh, you know, despite all the injuries, you still got to give them their credit. Kawhi yeah, yeah. gets his finals MVP, mm-hmm. brings the first ever championship to Toronto. We get so much Drake for about a week and a half. <laughs> like, bro, I, I love Drake. I love everything he does. We got a lot of Drake. We got a lot of Drake. <laughs> After that, that stretch right there. That whole playoff was a lot of Drake from the Embiid airplane. <laughs> that yes. whole beef, it was a lot of Drake. And it was all in good fun, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the massage, you know, massage on the shoulders, all, all in good fun. All in good fun. And it just shows that the NBA is a lot more in touch with their fan base than any other league that I can think of. So shout yeah, out to them for not putting the kibosh on the Drake antics and trying to make him go away. We just amplified. He's not on quite on the level of Spike, but for his fame, he did a what, <clears throat> pretty good job. And, and not only did they not put the kibosh on Drake, but then they banned, I think no, I, I think the Golden State Warriors banned oh, that yeah. co-owner who pushed yeah. Kyle Lowry in the finals after... Um, he dived out of bounds, showing the most clearest signs of fucking white privilege to think that, yes. oh, I don't understand this is basketball, and I should not touch any... First of all, he didn't even dive on you. Right. Second of all, it, it, on the ticket it says, be aware. <laughs> be There's aware. a disclaimer on this. Like, that's my whole... I always say it. I don't want to get too deep into this, but I always say that, that front row seats are... Um, the closest examples of seeing privilege, uh, privilege in in in, 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 uh, in exercise, meaning that if they, if the axis of all axes, you're on, you're literally shoulder to shoulder with the players, but you forget you're shoulder to fucking shoulder with the players. You see access, I see liability, I see injury, but you don't see that. It's the veil of access, the veil of privilege, is that you think that oh no. These players see this. This is invisible barrier of yes. privilege. They'll never break through that. Like so, then when it happens, it's like oh 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 oh. oh. It's like what the? How did that happen? Right. I don't know. They're playing basketball. It is like what what entitles you to feel like you can touch anybody while they're working? Ever, you don't go to ever. anybody's job and feel like you know what. I can put hands on this person for whatever reason I feel like it. Like they try that shit at Hooters. Touch the players. Go ahead. Try it at Hooters. I dare you. Oh my God. Man, try the library. Just try walk up to a library. Right, try the just, library like that. And just and just and just push her. Just push her like ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> either pull up on you or you know call this you gonna call the security guard who's usually like, you know, a rent a cop. But he got some skill. He got some hand skills. They always got, the library. The library always have people with hand skills because there's all people from the hood who can't get another job, so they just beat everybody up and shit. But that's for another day, another podcast. That's a good uh, observation. 
but yeah, this finals was yo. This was a great this uh, free agency. So and, okay. and and this is and this is you know the rundown podcast. So I definitely want to get your opinion of this, and I, I'm, I'm gonna fall back for a little. I'm bit, about to but, say yeah. I want I want to work up to that because yeah, work up to that. Work <clears> up to that because I I, I, I it's the the rundown podcast. I, I, I want to hear what you guys say about this, man. Okay, but I, I do want to get your input as I go through. So yeah, four days. After the season ends, June seventeenth, Anthony Davis is traded to the Lakers for half the team and the whole future. The whole future, like, like nothing is left going for it. Like if it's all about Anthony Davis and LeBron James right now, all your eggs are in a basket, and if you drop them, you're fucked. Like point blank, period. Your third and fourth best player was Kyle Kuzma and Alice Caruso for about two weeks. <laughs> that was not a team yet. No, not at all. And not at all. I mean, a whole clutch got everything that they wanted. LeBron got everything they wanted. A whole space oh, no. jam turns out all well. I'm still. But, then, but go ahead. But did you see? But did you see? And but did you see? And I'm glad that we. Oh, this is going to be a classic podcast. You see how we went from that veil. A privilege. There's also something else that privilege does. Is fan privilege. The Lakers. Let's keep it a buck and a half. They All ain't right. been shit. They ain't been shit for the vast majority of this decade. <laughs> like the vast. Ma- the last time they were shit, Kobe still had a good Achilles. You know what I mean? That was the last time the Lakers was anything. We would say, <laughs> yeah, they might do something. That was about six, six, seven years ago. So, but then. The minute they got LeBron last year, Lakers fans was like, this is it. It's a wrap. Braun, Lonzo, the young boys, we might. I heard people saying that we might even make a run to the finals. I laughed a lot. Oh, no. I wasn't even going that far. Like, I saw probably the like fight? a six seed, five seed, you know, just yeah. because it was, oh, a, yeah. you know, LeBron and some young boys. But, bro, he, I would never, I'm never going to doubt LeBron James. Even if he was seventy five percent healthy with a seventy five percent healthy squad, never going down. He could make the, the the playoffs in any era on any team. I will never doubt that. They didn't. They got half a good squad that was playing for Lonzo was gone. Honestly, and that's another discussion because that boy should be prone. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, it's starting to look that way. He's, Come on, man! Back to back seasons for the same thing. That sounds like early Curry to me. It do, and man. It's crazy because sometimes I feel like part of it is when you get the same injury twice. Like, are you injury prone or are you doing enough in injury preventiveness? Ah. You think about the Phoenix Suns, Golden State, and some of the things that those organizations have done to keep players healthy. And you hear about I don't I'm not sure they are. And then if you hear some of the horror stories about New Orleans and those guys having to use training staff from the Saints on these NBA players, and you like, really? yeah, because you know that they're oh, owned wow. by the same people. You know, the, okay. the Bensons own uh, the Saints and the, the Pelicans because you know they basically like gave them the Pelicans. Like, please, NBA was like, please take these off off our hands. <laughs> like, we just cannot keep owning this team. It was like, all right, we, we'll keep it here. We'll keep it in the water. Whatever. Just here goes the family. You know, we throw something on that. So, like, yeah. So since then, I've heard some mixed reviews about the training staff and how they're able to treat things and 
you know, some of the things is why Anthony Davis seems to be staying in the injured so much is because mm-hmm. they're not exactly adequate at that. So, you know, they probably made some changes since then. But that is a concern with Lonzo going to New Orleans. It's like, that is he going to be able point. to stay on the floor? Yeah, him and him and Bi, him and Bi. I mean, Brandon Ingram. I mean, I mean, he had a, a rare vein injury. Yeah, that was that weird. I was hoping is just like uh, that's nothing that can't reoccur. But that's that's just that that, that team's going to have a lot of good. But with the Lakers, the thing the thing that I like then like, but then his thing was the fans, and I and I, I think it back to you with the whole the fan privilege. Is that the minute they got Anthony? The minute the ink was dry, because we all knew Anthony Davis was going to Lakers. Yeah. Once, once Magic Johnson was willing to give the whole team, and Dell Dimps was just on the other line cracking up like, "Nah, they got playing." He just hung up <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the at the at the trade. That's what I imagined every single day up until the trade deadline. It was like, "Oh, we'll add this." Okay, they will trade this. And then it was like a week before the trade deadline. And I see Matt Johnson offers, offers a couple of draft picks. Lonzo, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram. And I'm thinking at the minute that I, I see the the, the, um, the time pass and no deal goes, I've been thinking Del Dizzle's on the phone with Magic like, yeah, we're going to make that deal. Dark nigga! And he just hangs up. <laughs> like, like fucking uh, big boy on Chappelle show. I'm on the move, bitch, with Don Cornelius playing tennis. <laughs> like, no, but it was a foot. That was and that that whole thing. And we, and we can't even get into the Magic Johnson circus after he got fired or after oh he left. Goodness. I couldn't that get on the pie st- fast enough. My like, man, I can't. I can't. I would take too much of that. But he's a he's a he's an interesting guy. But the the fan privilege of thinking that we got LeBron and we got AD. It's a wrap. We don't. I heard people saying we don't need a team. Just get a couple of you know vet. I'm like, oh, and and you know what? I was about to. I had fans that were like, it's over, it's over. I'm like, damn, for real. Like, I started to drink. I started drink a little of the Kool Aid because I started to look at the landscape. Like, well, Katie's Katie's hurt. And this is when Katie left. Katie's hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, he ain't gonna be. A, he's a, he, this season. No matter where he's at, he's not gonna be a factor right. on the NBA season. Uh, Kawhi, I don't know where he's going. Uh, all these and the Warriors are decimated. So I'm thinking, and nobody had got better yet. I mean, the Jazz got better, and the Nuggets were still there. But I and, and I was saying the Nuggets were going to win it. I still thought that, and I still think that to this day that the Nuggets got the most stacked team that is ready to make, make a, a serious deep. They got they got 2015 uh, Warriors vibes for me right now. So mm. when I saw that, I was like, all right, they, they gonna have problems. And then, and I and I gotta go to this next man. The fans, the the privilege that they had as Lakers fans who have been used to winning and thinking that everything is owed to them, and thinking that oh we're we're gonna get this because we're in L.A. Guess who else is in L.A.? Hold on, we gonna we gonna get to that. <laughs> we gonna because right now it's currently because I like what you said. Because if we go back in the time machine to June 17th, you was feeling real good as a Laker fan. You're like, Super we good. got Anthony Davis. What's Damn. the next shoe that's going to drop? You know LeBron's going to do a big three. We know somebody's coming. So, like, everybody was just like, all right, that's how we doing. All right, we're just going to wait two more weeks. 
Boom. <coughs> and we gonna be there. <coughs> Hold on. <coughs> Shit. We try not to die on the podcast. Nah, don't die on the podcast, bro. This is this is gonna be. I, I'm gonna be a fucking character witness, and I don't want that <laughs> at all. At <laughs> all. I don't need that Atlanta stress with my ass. <laughs> all right, man. I'm, I'm good now. So yeah, like I was saying, everybody in Lakerland feeling real good. You know, squad coming together. You know, we ain't got the rest of the team, but whatever. We got somebody else coming. So, in that trade, New Orleans did get the number four pick from the Lakers, which probably was the thing that put the trade over mm-hmm. and made them want to commit to it is once they got that number four pick. Uh, so, June 21st comes, Zion is drafted, number one, to New Orleans. There are a bevy of other trades made, including the Hawks who get involved with New Orleans. Ooh, and they end up with Cam Reddish and a couple other guys. I'm not even going to get into that. I'm going to save that for a Hawks podcast. If y'all want to get yeah. deep diving Cam, into some Cam draft Reddish stuff. Cam Reddish is a bowler. Cam Reddish is a bowler. I fool with him. So, like, that's why I mentioned I him. He him. wasn't even the first pick yeah. that they made, but I'm, I don't even have all my draft notes out. So, <laughs> you can criticize me all you want for not being prepared for the podcast, but this ain't that podcast. <laughs> It's too much going on. To it's just too everything, much, man. It's too much going on. So we just gonna skim skim over that real quick. You know, yeah, real. hopefully your favorite yeah. team got who they were supposed to get. New Orleans looks like a completely different new team after that draft with nothing but young like guys all over the place. Yeah, they, that I like has that team a lot. That really feels like it could be a playoff team, but it's not. It's like it's still like a year off. I'm. I just it's, can't believe a, that those all them young guys would come together. That fast. It literally depends on on what Zion do you get. Do you get Zion of oh he's a really good rookie double double, or do you get Zion of oh he's going to have a LeBron rookie year of twenty three and seven and shit like like is he going to be an MVP candidate or MVP adjacent? Yeah, like un, just right under it. You know what I mean? Because right. if he's that, then if Zion is anything like that, and they get the Lonzo Ball that people want to get, this team is going to be. Scary, because you got a walking triple double with a dude who d- demands a triple a double team in the paint. You know what I mean? It, right. It's who he is. But that's like I said, we can get into that all day. Yeah, that, that that's a lot of un- untapped. Potential. That's a lot. A lot happened in the last thirty days. Yes, so like we're just at the 21st. So now we're going to go up to last week. So June 26th through 28th, all the free agent rumors flying around all over the place. Uh, the Lakers ended up clearing some cap space. They trade away a few guys. So it's really looking like they're making room for a third superstar. Kyrie and Al Horford tell Boston they're not coming back. Uh, Kimba's looking like it's going to be Celtics or bust. And then, of course, June 30th slash July 1st, and everything starts becoming official, uh, going into, like, you know, June 2nd, June 3rd. We get the Heat 
trading for Jimmy Butler. We get <clears throat> uh, Murray signing that extension with the Nuggets, so he wasn't going anywhere. I didn't think he was going anywhere. We get official word that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to Brooklyn. Without, and let's not harp on this too much, but we have to harp on this. It just came. It just came out. Sorry, it just came out today. Today, we found out that the GM—not some rumor, not some sham, or some Twitter dude, or whoa, but shout out to Woes because them Woes balls are classic. Woes gonna be hitting. Yeah, man, he be hitting. But the GM and the Nets set on record: Kevin Durant signed with us without meeting or talking with us. This man signed to the Brooklyn Nets from the greatest dynasty we've seen in 20 years. I'm putting them over the shot. I'm, I'm put, I don't care if they, they three-peated. I'm putting, them, I'm putting them over the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Mm. We, this, mm. is, this is – I'll, I'll, I'll debate that. We, we're but, not even going to get into that right now. Yeah, we ain't going to get right now. But we, the, the, the greatest dynasty in 20 years – we, he's leaving that to go to the Nets simply and solely, solely to play with Kyrie Irving. He didn't even talk to the Nets. He didn't even talk. He didn't talk to, and this is, and, and, and that's both a sad move to me. And I, and I love Kevin Durant. I, I'm the one of the people who've been like, him going to Golden State was not a punk move. It was a move to ensure dominance and legacy. Too many too many times players have fucked up their legacy for quote unquote doing it the right way. Yeah. I want to stay with Russell yeah. Westbrook and keep losing. Yeah. Cause you know what? We'll figure it out while everybody else is making these amazing teams. I'm going to do it the right way. And just, I don't know, score 55 instead of scoring <laughs> 45. How about that? No, it's not. You weren't going to beat the Warriors. At all, you was you have we have three th- th- three two. You mean have three one? And then what happened? You people say they have at three one, and they could have had next year. Do you know what losing o three really means? It means you shouldn't have been up three one. Mm. That's what losing o three means. Yeah. When, yeah. when you lose, o- and that goes for the Warriors against the Cavs too. I'll put the I put that up there too. Even though I think the circumstances were very different with that because Cavs and Bond made five shots in the last three games. Not five shots each. He made five or six total shots the last three games of that series. Yeah, that shit was sick. We could do, that's a whole different thing. But he left all of that. I think it's a sad move because it's like, yo, you went there just to follow Kyrie? You think he's that nice? <laughs> yeah. You think he's that nice that you're like, all right, we can do this shit. Okay. And then second, it's kind of a baller move because it's like, you dead ass didn't even meet or talk with the team and just pulled up and said, give me the max. <laughs> and they were like, bet. Contract. You well, gotta give me the max. Shout out what, to you. what else we talking about right now? <laughs> like, he literally had no meeting with him. He probably just saw Kyrie, oh, Kyrie sign, called him like, yo, I want the max, and just hung up the phone. And he just looked on. Actually, no, no, actually, I think the GM said he didn't know he was coming to the Nets until he saw it on Instagram, which means there was no deal on the table. He just put it on IG, I'm going to the Nets. And mm. the GM was like, I guess he's going to the Nets. <laughs> yo, I, I, I need to check that out. I, did, I missed that. Yo, I yo, t- that's, yo, yo, 
keep going, man. I, I'm gonna find it. But you, you, you go on about about what happened. Okay. So now, cause I, I want to hit on a couple things because I think there's two details that's important for Kevin Durant going to the Nets. Now I know Kyrie said he wanted to quote unquote go home, uh, whatever that means. I'm like, nigga, you grew up in Australia too. Like, you can say you're going back home then, but I'm not gonna get into that. Like, this going home thing, it it sounds cute on the marketing. It sounds cute. I like how they found. I like how what he's showing the nets. They randomly found for the first time ever some like him holding a nets jersey. Let's like, that pops. Yes, pops. Find that find that picture from that one day I had that nets jersey. Just so they see it. Right, like, what dude. But you know we gonna let Kyrie have that. Kyrie is is a little different, and you know Jay Williams, you know casually throughout Illuminati is why his <laughs> Instagram doesn't make any sense. And I'm, you know, <clears throat> I wanted some of the new Kyries, but I can't fuck with the little the aisle. Wait, 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 wait. I don't wait. want that shit. I don't know. Let me let me tell you, GM Sean Marks of the Brooklyn Nets says Kevin Durant announced commitment to Nets before meeting with the team. Kevin Durant announced on Instagram that he was going to join the, the Brooklyn Nets before he told the Brooklyn Nets, I'm going to join the Brooklyn Nets. And you know what? I totally 100% believe it because of two details. One involves DeAndre Jordan. And two, it, it was known that Kevin Durant wanted to be in New York. Mm. So... There was only two teams to go to. It's either Brooklyn or the Knicks. So everybody had their eyes set on the Knicks because it's MSG. It's the, yeah, you know, it, it's it's the mecca. You know, we, we and also do, we know, but not only that, there was no Kyrie. Like right. I think that, that's the that's the biggest thing. It, it had like New York is cool and all of that. I think he did want to go to New York because he, he moved his business down there. He, he I think he liked playing in New York. But I don't think we the Knicks fans, the Knicks fans, we thought he was coming because there was we thought we was going to get Kyrie. We thought we were going to get Zion too. Yeah. When man. that didn't happen, because we got Zion, everything changes. I think <laughs> I think KD might think about coming to New York and, or the Knicks, or Kyrie might think about it, and then KD comes too. If we got the perfect storm was we get Zion first pick, Kyrie signs and KD signs. We didn't get the first pick. So we didn't get Zion, but I think it all felt, it all meant for KD. All of these moves, all of these big gigantic moves, a lot of these big gigantic moves were domino pieces. It was like I'm going to come when you come. A lot of these things got announced like an hour or a day later. Right. That's 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 really what was the most trippy thing about the free agency was how it was how calculated. Like NFL players would could never could never nah, pull this off. They, they could never pull this off. There's too much. They joined teams by surprise. Oh whoa! We're the same team now. Yeah, battle plays over here being like planning out when they're gonna do a dual dual announcement. Like, all right, you go first, and I'm gonna go. Like, so it's like I think once Kyrie announced, if Kyrie didn't go to the Nets, he wasn't gonna be KD wasn't going to the Nets. Now I'm gonna give you another thing. So I said there was another detail, and that was DeAndre Jordan. Now we saw that DeAndre Jordan got a nice little deal. Thank and you. it required KD and Kyrie to leave money on the table to sign DeAndre Jordan. I like. Now, I like. why the hell would they do that for DeAndre Jordan? 
Now, most people are referencing the Team USA, which all three of them were on. So that's definitely a, a, a factor. But who did DeAndre Jordan play for last year? The who? Oh, the Knicks. He played for the Knicks. I forgot that. So I've heard this conspiracy thrown out there. This is not an original. Oh, um, wait. I, I'm what not even. This? I'm not even going to take credit for it. Um, there's got it by way of a Twitter slash Reddit user by way of Bill Simmons, but <laughs> <laughs> just got to give credit where it's due. Uh, yeah, shut up. So it is the conspiracy that DeAndre Jordan was basically a mole inside the Knicks, letting KD oh, oh. know exactly what was going on and how things were operating with the Knicks. And from that evaluation, Kevin Durant was like, I'm not going to the Knicks, but I'm still going to New York. And he went to Brooklyn. And DeAndre okay. Jordan got to come too. Here's my thing. That theory has legs only if and it is it's contingent on this one fact. Okay. Was it a premeditated mole or was it a after the fact mole? Was it was it like, oh, join the Knicks and spy on them? Or was it like, oh yo, DeAndre, you on the Knicks? Yo, keep your ears open. If it's a premeditated one, this is absolutely ridiculous. Nah. If it's, if it's a pre, if it's a premeditated one. It, it if can't. it's a it if it's an after-the-fact one, if it's an after-the-fact one, then that makes total sense. It, it's that definitely makes... after-the-fact because okay. DeAndre okay. Jordan then got I, traded like from Dallas. You know, he was on yeah. Dallas at the beginning of the year, and he yeah. ended so, up yeah, getting traded to the Knicks. So, <clears throat> of course, DeAndre didn't have any control over that. He doesn't have no trade clause or anything like that. So, I think Kevin I mean, Durant saw yeah. that and was like, bro, let me know how things is really working there. And I think that's how we got real close to like, well, you know, he's thinking about going to the Knicks because DeAndre Jordan right there. Let it be known. We're talking about it. And I think if, I I think if DeAndre, and I mean, the Knicks had a bad season. Not only did they have a bad season, they had a really big, uh, a a really bad falling out with Porzingis. Um, All of this stuff was like the Porzingis last year, one of the saddest years of like my my whole Knicks. But why? Why did they? I still don't understand I, why they traded him. We can't get into that right now. Um, I don't I understand that I, deal. I, I like that shit makes no fucking sense, makes bro. No sense. But yo, hold on, wait. The Nets and KD definitely shifted the balance, and that was definitely cool. I don't. I'm sorry, CL. I cannot wait no longer. All right, man. We we in the week. We in the week, man. <laughs> we gotta talk about the man. We gotta talk about the new character. <sighs> Because like at, at this, because like even in even on July second, we were still waiting on the Kawhi shoe to drop, <clears throat> and exactly what that was going to mean for the rest of the league. Because we now have one, you know, super team in the making in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden State's not the same. Let's they got Zelo. No, no, wait, wait. They got. Dude, they did. They did get one. like we let's did. Not, um, you know, skim over that. They did get D'Angelo Russell. They get D'Angelo, which is huge. Like, it is, but honestly, it's, they're not the same. That's not. They're not the same, but they replaced Clay Thompson with D'Angelo Russell. That's that's pretty. 
pretty great. And there's still talks about him just being a trade chip, like if things just and, don't work out. And that's why, no, no, if, it's brilliant. You bring him in, you make sure you maintain the same balance of, of or similar. Like, you're not going to get clay, but you're going to get, at least you're not going to be losing certain games you should be winning. You know what I mean? So you, you get you get that same balance where you'll still be able to be twenty and ten, or something like that. You be you know you be well, well over five hundred. Clay comes back, mate. Clay comes back. You see if it works out. If it if it works out, you just made another big three. If it doesn't work out, you can trade a dude who who start on almost any team. So that means you can get almost anything you want. Like you you trade Jenny Russell to, I don't know. Who's out I mean, there? You could be. He oh, could go you anywhere. Trade Yo, you might be able to get. Fuck it. You you trade the Russell, Russell. You might be able to get the Mavericks to give you to, to give up Luca. I don't know. Oh, hell no. Nah. Fuck no. The yeah, Angelo and a, and a Luka, pick or something. Luca is the future. Like I'm, so Luka, Luka, I'm, Luka's the future, but let him not. All I'm saying, he's the future. But all I'm saying is, these guys in this NBA, if Deion Russell balls out. And he and you can see that you're on a team with Porzingis who's right almost there, and you can almost see that Luca. I maybe not Luca. That was a bad decision. Yeah. I, that the more the more I think about it, the, the worse the worse it makes sense at all. I'm sorry about that, but but yes, that was a great pickup by them. But yes, it's July second, and everybody's just like it. It, it feels like everybody's settled in. But nobody dug into the the Thanksgiving dinner. It's like everybody sat down, so you like we all chilling. Like we all know that what's to come, but nobody dug in and started to just piece things off yet. Everything is still you know we have some appetizers. You know, have a little bit of stuff. In. Right. So all that went down. Like I'm like that's TBD to see what's gonna happen with with Elo. Up in Golden State, but they are different. The makeup is different. The whole very different league is different. We still looking at Milwaukee. They, they, they lost yo, a piece. They let go of Sean Livingston. Well, we, we kind of knew that was coming eventually. Like he he was yeah he was, he he was coming was to the end. He he was there. Yeah. Yo, I, I love I love him, but this last finals man, I I never I didn't even see him decline. That he went from being like a yo this motherfucker is good from a pulling up from to he that 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 fucking runner. Pull up from like just under the foul line. Yep, like that pull up. That's it was untouchable, undefeated on any on any fast break in the 2017 or the 2016 finals. This last finals, I saw my man miss a couple of bunny hooks on Kyle Lowry. No, nothing is Kyle Lowry, but then at, at a certain point it becomes just you know height. Yeah, man. I, Sean Livingston might have a big three MVP in his future. Real soon, you know. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, it's gonna be him and Joe Johnson gonna conspire to make. There's gonna be now. There's gonna be big three um conspiracies. Like, yo, bro, <laughs> leave the NBA. Let's form the biggest big three in the big three. It I'm is, telling you, it's gonna be. It's yeah. gonna be Sean Livingston, Joe Johnson, and Demarcus Cousins, and they're gonna destroy the fucking big three. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna be fair, bro. Like you be saying that shit out loud. But <laughs> yo, Chris Bosh will come back like I'm gonna bust these things ass real right? quick. Real talk, bro. He slick could still, man. But let, let, let's get back on track. So this this the whole landscape. You know, every corner of the NBA has been touched, and then 
over this last weekend, Kawhi says, I'm going to L.A., but I'm going to the Clippers. And you know what? Clippers. Paul George is coming with me. What? Hey, bro, I, I woke up with that alert, and, like, I just I, kept shaking my head. <laughs> like, I was like, I ain't had no words. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? That move made me realize the reason why this, the real reason why this offseason is going to be remembered by everybody so much and why people were so connected to it. It's not just because the big things were happening. It's because our wildest dreams happened and then some. This has been the same kind of anticipation for the last three years. But usually, I mean, you usually you get one. Like, you, you, get, you get LeBron going to um, the Lakers, but you don't get – but you get Paul George staying in OKC. You get everybody right. just – Oh yeah, I'm staying here. Oh, Kawhi's going to Toronto. What? Okay, like nothing that was like super. Like that's that's a big move to me. But then people was 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 being like, is he still Kawhi? So you didn't get you don't get these satanic shifts. You didn't get the. I wonder if this. I wonder if Kevin Durant leaves the Warriors. No, he oh he resigns. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right, I guess. You know what I mean? Like like there was the same anticipation. It's just that this was the first one in a long time. Where everything you thought could happen happened, and then some. Yeah, yes. Kawhi and Paul George is the and then some. <laughs> Paul George is the and then some because we have to now. Let's just nice. let me just do let, 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 me, let me just real quick. Yeah, let me compose myself because I got to give this man his proper respect. You talking and about Kawhi? You and I, 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 I need to give Kawhi his proper respect because yes, you, please, you, please do. Kawhi Leonard, I was not. I, I was a fan, of course. I loved your game. I loved this game. Great player. At no point in time, I put Kawhi Leonard in the top three. Sometimes I didn't put Kawhi Leonard in the top five. I had I had other guys in the top five. He was like six or seven. I know what he could do. He's a baller. He's a two way player. And his man could bo- what this man did in this in these playoffs rushed through the magic like they were children. Took the took the heart out of the the Sixers with literally the greatest playoff shot. At least, if you're not going to give bro, it, I, I, ever, don't, I don't think heart, bro. That was so deep with that <laughs> shot, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the niggas was crying, man. Like, bro. Embiid burst into tears the minute the ball hit the net because the reason why it hurt so much was because you didn't think the game was going to a game that intense was going to end on something so delicate as a couple of bounces like these this is the most these guys were going hard hard to the to the paint pull ups everything giving it all and the game ended with you just standing there. And have you're, you're powerless. You can't do shit. Nothing. You gotta hope that gravity is on your side. And it was it was on his ninety nine point nine percent of the times. Where does that ball go, CL? That shit is out of the, that shit bounces somewhere to the right, bounces somewhere to the left. If you look at that replay, it it I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say God touched it because I don't think I think it's very vain to think that God cares about <laughs> basketball games. However, if you look at that after that first or second bounce. 
when you think it's going to turn, it's going to turn clockwise. I mean, you, I mean, like, counterclockwise, something like that, and go to the right, and then it just turns clockwise. Out of it, just, it just like turn. The minute it turned clockwise, that's when shit got scary. Because once it turned clockwise, it went right. It went inward, bounce, flash. But back to Kawhi and he did that. Game seven, which could be, if not the greatest playoff shot, at very least, the greatest shot of Toronto Raptors history, bar none, not even close. Then you go, and you go down 0-2 to the Bucks, and what do you do? What do you, you down 0-2 to the Bucks, the number one team. People like Paul Pierce, who you should yep. never believe, calling you out. And throughout the whole playoffs, what was you doing? 28 and 9, what? Hey, 35 <laughs> and 10, what? Huh? 27 and what? And then what do you do for the next four games? You ball out and you hold Giannis when you guard him. You hold him to, I think it was what, 25 or 30% from the field? Because at, because all they did was do what he learned from Pop. Oh, can LeBron shoot? Show me. That was the defense. Can you shoot? Show me. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that, that, was that, it. that was pretty much it, man. And that was the defense like, for for like about for about ten years of LeBron, about eight or nine years of LeBron's career in the fourth quarter. It it, it was like, all right, bro, you've been driving all night. I know you're superhuman, bro, but but you're banged up a little bit. So tell me, can you shoot? And it would be, and most of the time, it would be eh, not really. You know what I mean? And Giannis, all the time, it was, hell no. It was, hell no. I cannot make no jump mm -hmm. shots. And that's what happened. And then, even though the Warriors were decimated, they had injuries. Now, And, and, and even though when Kevin Durant came, and I, and this is what, and let me just say this for a quick second, for people who are thinking that Kevin Durant isn't going to come back to the, to the Nets after Achilles and still ball out. Kevin Durant went after a month of not playing basketball went onto the court uh, away in a must-win game in Toronto against the Raptors and did the following. I can't drive to the hole because of my leg. Give me the ball. Kawhi's on me. Damn, what do I do? Pull up. Wap. All right, next play. Give me the ball. Oh, who's on me? Kawhi behind me. Marcus on me, top of the key. Oh, shit, what am I going to do? Pull up. Wap. Yeah. yeah, all day, every day. Oh, Easy money sniper. He scored 12 points in 11 minutes on half on one and a half legs against the best team in the NBA. And with Kawhi Leonard on him for most of it. Embarrassing. On He was on pace for a 50-burger in his first game back in a month. And people think that he's going to come back after Achilles. And, oh, I don't know if he's going to. My dude was. He had <laughs> Like, yeah, he, he was going plumb off, man. There's, there's Bro, no. No doubt about it. Like, I'm right there with you. Uh, Kevin but Durant then, is definitely going to be. Go ahead. But then, but the, the, to end it off, because I don't want to take up too much of time. As like I said, this is the the rundown podcast. But my man, I was already impressed by that. I was super impressed by that, and I like how he embraced social media a little bit with the laugh and the what it do, baby. I I loved it. It was like an organic rise of the next coming the next he was officially to me one of the top three players and one of those players that he's earned the right to not have an elite season and still remain that top three sort of like how 
you know, Curry okay. and them sometimes yeah. don't have like elite seasons, but, but they stay in there because they've done it enough, and they don't fall too far down from from the median. It's a spec. So, so like like he he's earned that now. He's earned enough of that. But what he did behind the fucking scenes, we thought he was quiet because he had a personality, bro. We thought he was quiet because you know, he don't smile, he don't laugh. My man's quiet because he's plotting. He's quiet because he's planning. I have never, and, can you, and you tell me if you've ever seen this, I have never in my life seen, forget just an NBA player, but you could add that to the fact, I've never seen a celebrity of this magnitude been able to arrange for another celebrity of similar magnitude to do something that was so under the radar, so under the radar, that not only did the media not know it was happening, mm-hmm. they, one, didn't even think about Paul George. Like, that wasn't even like a... They wasn't even, even a, on the a map. fake rumble. They wasn't even like fake... They wasn't even, they wasn't even Twitter bots making fake news up that says, Michael Jordan's going to be traded for Jesus. Like, there wasn't even <laughs> those fake rumors. You know what I mean? There yeah. wasn't even that. And it wasn't even anything about they, they were saying that he was that the Clippers were out. Yo, not, Chris well, Broussard the, with your fucking making up shit ass, bro. Yeah, but but not the but not the respectable ones. Not the respectable ones. Bulge and them never said the Nah, bro. Out. They they always left out. But they, they Chris Broussard over there it. leading sheep in the water, man. Them bro, Kawhi Leonard is the first NBA player in the history of the NBA to Beyonce the free agency market. Mm, that's a good little, when, little term right there. When he, you don't know when he going to drop until he drops. You might know. You might get rumblings that, oh, something's coming out. Uh-oh, he's joining some team. It's probably going to be the Lakers or it's going to be the Raptors. You might think you have an idea, but then he slips it on your ass and just drops saying, nah, I'm going over here, and I'm bringing Paul George. Bro, that was devious. That was maniacal. That was so – I'm, I'm, you can never look at Kawhi Leonard the same way again. No, you can't, man. You can never look at Kawhi Leonard because not only that, we didn't know that he was talking to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Right. That 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 was Bro, some super stealth, super like we're looked, we're talking on a secured line. Like you need to dial this number to dial me, and then dial this other number in. Like nobody's getting a hint a uh, hint of this. But uh, I mean, did you have anything else you want to say? Because I, I got a few things I wanted to bounce off you with this Kawhi. Because like you said, some interesting stuff in that diatribe. You took it back to like the whole playoff journey and how we got here. And I know one thing you made me think of when the ball was up there and it was just sitting. It just made I envisioned like Kadeem Harris, Her Hardison, just like tipping the ball in. And for those of you who are too young, go watch Six Man. It's a pretty funny movie, even though it doesn't really get a lot of run right now. I could, you know what? Now that I said that, I could see somebody remaking that movie right now. It wasn't that bad. Nah, it, I mean, it, it could be a, a a nice little like Netflix remake with their <laughs> modest budgets because they just fucking do whatever they want. Um, yeah, they are. 
But I think the thing that I noticed right in that moment when he did make that shot over the Sixers was the fact that he got that shot to go in because he went to his spot for one. So that that's almost like you're putting the odds more in your favor to make the shot because that's where you like to shoot from. Mm. And the reason why that point is so important is mm-hmm. because that's pretty much the mentality that Kawhi takes in everything else. It's Very like, true. I'm working on where does my big percentages and what's the best way to work this out? It's a few things we learned about Kawhi, some fake and some real, like the Apple time thing. I wish it was true. It sounds like a good Kawhi story, but it wasn't, uh, you know, just the, the whole being born thing. It just fit real good. The Nike taking the claw logo and fighting him over it, saying that he drew that with his hand. You know, let me find out Kawhi is like some graphic artist on the low. And he'd be doing like logos for people and shit. That that would be something else. But the fact that he was ready to go toe-to-toe in a courtroom over Nike just lets you know, like, bro, I don't take no shit. Against Nike. Against Nike, bro. <laughs> he's going against Nike and he's repping New Balance. Kawhi is just different. He's fucking different, man. <laughs> and, 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 like, just all the way up into the Clippers thing because – there's a few rumors around the Clippers as far as like where they're going to be next. Could they fuck around, go back to San Diego? Could they go to Seattle? You know, Bomber got all his money. And I think the fact that Jerry West is there, Doc Rivers is there, Ballman is there, like the business end of the Clippers is so strong that I think that that may have been the overwhelming factor that made Kawhi Leonard go with the Clippers over the Lakers. Because when you set the Lakers organization next to the Clippers, it's like night and day. And I'm glad you said that because now we can, cause now we can dedicate some time to why that is. Because because he doesn't want his basketball operations dude to come out on fucking first take and accuse somebody <laughs> on, on the Lakers executives on national television that uh, he's a backstabber. backstabber and then bro. and then days before that, oh, oh, be like I'm talking about Rob. I'm talking I'm not about gonna be Rob. Here. I'm not gonna be here making a joke of it, <laughs> bro. He, he, I've never seen somebody say I'm leaving the job so jokingly. Like, yo, do you not understand? Like, you're not leaving like a TV show. You're leaving the head of basketball at the Los Angeles. What the Kawhi? So I, I guarantee you, a lot, a lot of um, free agents. Because think about this: the biggest free agent that he had was somebody, and not saying that game AD wasn't a big thing, but AD pretty much put himself in a, in a box. Right. There's nothing the Lakers could have done. The Lakers could have, could have, <laughs> they could have supported like Donald Trump, and he would have been like, you know what, man, that's politics and this is basketball, because he put himself in such a box trying to get to the Lakers. Yep. That there's nothing that they would have did where he would be like, ah, I don't want to go anymore. He was there, like that, and that's why it was so good for them that he was there. But what that also means 
to a certain extent, and, you, and maybe you can call this Laker hating, but I, I, I don't think it is. It also not invalidates the move in terms of trying to say do free agents want to work there. It kind of obfuscates the rule because it makes you think that oh yeah, free want to be there, but given context is like he was already going to go before mm-hmm. this fucking train wreck happened. He was already he, like this dude. Show he showed that I'm not going to play because I want to play for the Lakers. Trade me. I want to go to the Lakers. It wasn't no like I'm listening to the. I'm not, it's not like I'm listening to the Celtics. Maybe no, I want to go to the Lakers. So he was going to go to the crazy. Lakers. That yeah, and he he really did box himself in. And my thing with the Laker trade was really, you know, like what what really was the rush like. I know looking back now that they don't have another superstar to go along with it, and it's probably LeBron. not going to look the same going forward. <clears throat> but AD was going to be a free agent next year. Now, you could have just waited it out, but nobody wants to let another LeBron season go to waste because he's taught, he's yeah. in the end of his prime, if not already like on a down slope which I'm just scared to say when it's actually going to be, but we're not seeing 2010 LeBron. We're not seeing 2014 LeBron. It's 2019. So I will safely say that LeBron is not the same player today, and they did not want to let that go out the window. But I mean, statistically, yes, he's the same guy. But before – there was a lot more intensity on defense in his younger years than there was now, and I can tell. I'll admit that, but I think. See, wait, but here's my thing. I think. I think what's happening is, and this is for people who grew up watching Jordan. Jordan stopped being such a. He stopped driving to the hole as much, and, and his defense, while it didn't like fall off to being like pedestrian, the same way how LeBron is falling off, it did become a lot more reactionary, a lot more uh, help defense, a lot more trapping. You know what I mean? Well, not much help defense, but it was still. But it was. It, it became a lot more of being like right spots rather than just I'm just going to smother you. Yeah. And, and so like you got to give him that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I definitely get that. But like, I I want to get back to the Lakers as an organization, and that's kind of how we got there in the first place. Just talk, just talking about the Lakers. Like, there's so much to talk about with them. Like, you just say the name. What do you want to talk about? Fill in the blank. But the the thing I was trying to get at was like, you know, the Lakers is a family-owned business versus the Clippers being owned by a billionaire, which the Clippers is like a side project. This is yeah. like something he do for fun. No, no, no. This is a – no, he – see, I think that is uh, – I'll I, I, I just say that, but I think that might be I, – I, I have a theory about that. I think that might be a little bit different because I think these billionaires are starting to see that – these NBA teams are at one day going to be worth probably what I'm worth. Of course. You know what I mean? Well, now, so I, I'm, or worth what my other my other businesses are worth. I mean, of course, he owns. I think he owns part of Microsoft, so he's a super billionaire. Like this dude, right. you know, he, he's on another dollars. fucking level. Like playing two billion dollars for this team didn't really hurt him at all. He was yeah. there was no loans needed. He didn't have to get equity to get <laughs> no. this team, bro. Like he just bought it. Cash. He said, like, do you want to do you want to pull up with the pair bag, or do you want to wire it, my guy? Right. How like, you, how you want so it? How do you? How do you send two billion dollars? I don't know, bro. I you just you think about this that, shit. <laughs> like, like, is it? Is it like? Do you break it up within like installments? 
or is it just like, or does the NBA open up their like you know their 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 banking app and all of a sudden? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So to, all right, NBA, I got the, it. Oh, the, oh, so, oh, like, oh, what oh, the NBA oh, cash oh, app oh, look like? Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cash app go? Yo, we 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 um, we, we, trained, we did that. We did that. You know, we made sure it was easy and smooth. You know, you know for a fact. One of these apps are like, yo, all we gotta do is make the perfect system, and we can be a transaction between teams and, and players. One of these, one of these apps want to be that. It, it's probably gonna be Google or somebody, but somebody wants to make it so that it's so easy to pay players. It's basically just through, you know, you, you know, just, just like bro, I'm about to say, bro, they probably got that shit, and we just don't have access to none of that because they oh, probably no, no, don't no, no, even no, put no. that shit in the app store. You you have to download that app from the company server. Like that shit is a direct. <laughs> I'm sure that they got this shit, man, no, and, and somebody's no banking off that. They, they would not keep that secret. If 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 Google made something what that helped the NBA pay players, they'd be like, "Hey guys, we helped the NBA play." <laughs> like like that shit would because that would just boost their stock. Right, we'll just, stock would go through the fucking roof. It, it's probably like some financial company with that shit. I mean, it's it's too many VC guys in the NBA for them not to have some shit like that. Oh yeah, but, it's uh, probably certain. Te- you know, it's, it's probably certain teams that are doing that. Yeah. So the war is probably like. Hey, Steph Curry and Bitcoin instead of that. <laughs> that would be some shit, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. The, the the thing about like looking at just the Lakers as an organization, like they just been hell. They just been all over the place the last few years. Nothing really been consistent as far as the messaging, the way you're going about things, the basketball intelligence. Nothing seems to be on point in their column except for the fact that they have LeBron and just because we've been talking about Kawhi what makes you feel like he wants to be anywhere around fucking LeBron on a daily basis right like, there's can nothing we talk, there can you talk about the fact that both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in back to back years Oh yeah, no, nah, bro. Like, cause the secret is out. You know, after the big three, you know, that was like, well, we're gonna try this out, and then he goes to Cleveland and does the same thing, and you hear some of those things. You got enough research to tell you how it is to play with LeBron in this phase of his career, and I don't think everybody wants to do do that. And I think the reason why the reason why players. Of course, nobody is saying that people don't want to play with LeBron. They don't want to be on a team with LeBron. That's a big difference. Of course, when you say you want to play with LeBron, yeah, I would love to play with LeBron. Yeah, on court. God, everything. Do I want to be on a team with him where I'll get less of the credit, no matter who you are? If you want to ring with LeBron, that's LeBron's ring, and you helped. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, of course, way. I'm not saying people diminish Wade's ring, but they always say that 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 Le- whenever it's about winning rings, they always say LeBron won those rings. You know what I mean? That's how the vision is. It's not like the Heat won the rings. It's oh LeBron won. We're talking about his legacy. We're not talking about oh the, yeah Dwayne Wade won three rings. It's like it's like it's a different kind of conversation. Right. Um, but you also get. Incredible blame because LeBron will get shielded. Because here's the thing about LeBron is that he'll, of course, he gets 
shit from foes and people online who who always hold to a crazy high standard where they shouldn't to should and, and I participated in that at times and I had tried to dial it back, but LeBron's a great player and I expect greatness. But guess what? LeBron doesn't really get hated like when when his teams lose, it's always well he needs help. Yeah. Or yeah. look who he had. Of it's, course he lost. He had no Kyrie and no love. Which I which I get, yes. Of course he lost. He's facing the Kevin Durant and the Warriors. That's cheating. I get it. I get it. He didn't he didn't have the right team. It's not his fault. I, I'm not and I'm, and the numbers prove that too. It's not his fault. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. But at some point, at some point, he can't just say that it's not his fault that he didn't win these titles. But then when he does win those titles, it's all him. against the Warriors, yes. the most unlikely title of like a long time. It's like it, it, it bolsters his, his his legacy. He literally said, after I won that title, I told myself I'm the GOAT. LeBron James said yeah. that on the record. He said that like into a camera into the camera and let I everybody thought, know I'm the GOAT after that one ring cause, I, cause they said that they were saying and the reason why he did it was because of how the public perception was of the Warriors they were saying they're the greatest team ever and you know what bro? Nobody, I, I kinda agree with him when he said that shit I, and you know what crazy is that I do think it it put it it it, 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 it depth to me what it did was it restarted a conversation that I think was fading away. I think that he was still holding on to yeah, he's gonna probably go down as the greatest player. He might pass Jordan, but you gotta start winning some more, right? Like it's not all about rings, but two was he gonna do it. I don't care what nobody says. I don't yeah. care if you don't I don't, I don't care if you if you're like, well, Bill Russell had, you know, 10. There was no way you was going to say that Michael Jordan, that LeBron James was had a better career than Michael Jordan if he if he had two rings right now. Like, and it was two rings on a big three. Like, right. And like, you, you against, get... and one against Kevin Durant, one against the aging um, Spurs. Like, there was no way... You can make a narrative for everything. There was no, it's, it's, nah, it's never a perfect can't. narrative. I'm about to say, bro, you can't, you know what? You can't even call them the agent Spurs because they came back and won a fucking championship the next year. So they wasn't that fucking old. Oh, uh, that's true. And you know, who was on that team? Who won that MVP? Yeah. <laughs> young, young Kawhi. Young Kawhi. This motherfucker. Ended the Heat and the Warriors. My God. And took LeBron's chances out at a big three with him. And Paul George. Like, bruh, how much does LeBron fucking hate Kawhi? Like, <laughs> he took Paul George. Hey, bruh, he I, took- I don't, bruh, in your own building. You, y'all gonna both be in Staples Center. And here's the, here's what's crazy is that what he, what, what, I bro, it's like what, fucking Game of Thrones, bruh. I don't know what the fuck, bruh. This shit lit. And also, also, I like how the narrative is changing a lot. A lot. I love how the narrative changes now because what Paul George also did was somewhat validate Kevin Durant's li- move. Yeah, yeah Paul did. George. Paul George literally said, "I'm coming back." He could have went to the Lakers last year. Yep. Team number Braun would have been there waiting for AD. Could have had big three right now. Probably would have made the playoffs last year. 
You know what I mean? But yeah, he, want that. he said, I had unfinished business with my bro. Yeah, I can't he, leave my bro. Rusty, come on. We got unfinished business. You know what the unfinished business was? Signing the unfinished with business with to, me was, to me, the unfinished business was, yo, we had that bum-ass dude mellow on our team. Right? That's why we didn't make the first round. Right. So we got that scape. We got that scapegoat. We thought he was gonna be something big. He was something small. That was. But then once it came down to, oh, you lost again in the first round. By yeah. itself, like. Oh. No, nah, man. That's that's I'm like this. Don't feel good. It's like this ain't what I'm it, used to doing. Was like, exactly. And I think that's what. And I think that's what's happening now, when um, players are now having more freedom over where they move. When they, I think every player ever, I think always have this gut feeling when they reach a certain age and a, and a certain year in the league where they have this gut feeling like, ooh, I don't know how many years they got left to do, like, to be this great. Like, oh. they could feel their window closing. But back in the days, you literally had no, like, you had no way of, of leveraging the trade like that. It was, it was a lot less leveraging power because of the collective bargaining agreement. And even now, players are like, ah, where do I go? Who do I got? Like, it's only a it's only for the elite that can team up. Like like no like the mid tier dudes aren't like the the Kyle Kuzma's of the league aren't teaming. Like, yo yo bro, like yo um yo Rosier, we should all me you uh, and Joe English should team up and make a make a medium three. You know like nobody's doing it. <laughs> nah, it's, only, nah. it's only the elite dudes because they can cause they can like make those moves happen. Right. They can see, and I feel like now players are listening to that gut feeling and be like, I'm not gonna have that. Okay. Instead of being like. Instead of being like, you know what, yo, suck it up, bro. We're gonna make, we 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 we're gonna break through this. We're gonna stay on this team. We're gonna we gonna make, we gonna work this shit out. Shit. They're like, you know what, I got options now. Because I don't think that players stayed solely out of loyalty. I think they stay out of circumstance. And I think they stay they stay out of like, yo, this team can offer me the most money. And back then, you wasn't really gonna get, you wasn't getting big money. Now, like. There is no money. No money. No somebody told me like money don't matter now. It like, don't, bro. Of course, of course. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. But I'm like, it really don't, man. Because like for one, the like the landscape is different. It's so much money to be made in other avenues. For one, and then two hundred some million dollars. Like you know what? Just to get a championship. Come on, like like that's why AD giving up that four million. He's like four million. My nigga, I got a percentage on the back on on, 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 on the profits to face GM two, nigga. Right, I'm nigga. Good. <laughs> like, now, he, he, I'm getting points, bro. I'm getting, I'm getting points, and I got a signing bonus, nigga. Man, he he's not worried about this shit, man. It, it, Yo, I, I, I feel it. like Kawhi is probably the the ultimate example because he's left a lot of money on the table. A lot, but I think having two MVP. Two finals MVPs on two different teams. I think he might figure out a way to make that up. You know, like I, I think there's something in LA that he can do. I think we might see. <laughs> I think we might see some Kawhi Leonard Microsoft Surface commercials. You know, you don't fucking know. Oh yeah, oh no, we are. Like it's coming, bro. And to think about his endorsement with Microsoft, it might be larger than any other one. Like just. And I still want to know, like, how does that not count as, like, you know, salary implications? Like, that is a big-ass loophole in there somehow. And, like, I I kind of want to wrap it up 
um, kind of on this point, but but you're right, man. It's like the 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 movement and the freedom that these players are getting that are starting to exercise is is resulting in a lot more. You want to say it, but like just I'm trying to think like how to put this shit, but it's bringing like more possibilities than you ever thought. And I want to key in on one thing you say. It's like the mid tier guys. They don't, they no longer have to chase just the money because they know that there's more opportunities. Like they're not, they know if they're looking to team up, they just need to find the episode. Like before it was like, who's going to sign me for the most bread. Now it's like, yeah. where who, who can I play with to get more national TV games? You know, I want to flex out here on some IG honeys. You know, <laughs> like, I want to be seen. Like, it's, there's a, like, I almost feel like NBA players might chase a little bit more clout than dollars. When At the end of the day. Like, I can't say, like, and then not to be in a negative thing, like, they want the clout as in, I just want everybody to fucking like me, but because of the benefits of having a lot of clout. You know, crazy is actually proof to that because the Suns player who got arrested at Rolling Loud because he's trying to sneak it to VIP to mm-hmm. see Little Wayne. It was like, bro, why don't you just... He, he said, do you know who I am? Of course they don't know who you are. You play for the Suns. Right. Like, like even Devin Booker could walk through New York City and he just he would just walk by people. You play for the Suns, bro. Like, re- respect yourself. One yourself. And he tried to sneak in and evade the cops. And then he ran away and hid somewhere. Like, You're an NBA you, player. What are you doing? You're too tall for that shit. All, you can't hide. Nigga. All for clout. You can see Lil Wayne another time, bro. Straight you up. You could probably pay Lil Wayne to perform for you like, in yes, your house. At a private party. Bro, you're going to see <laughs> Lil Wayne. But with the clout, you want to get that grand video. Yo, mm-hmm. bro. We're rolling out. Lil Wazy. Bro, you worth millions of dollars. And I can't. <laughs> I, I can't judge because even when I get money, I act the same way. And money in terms of and money means re- relatively like a little bit extra money that I would than I would get. I still act the same way that I would, and I'm trying to work on that. But at the same time, I'm a firm <laughs> believer in human limits. I do think that as your money expands, so do your problems. As Biggie once said, "More money, more problems." But at the same time, there's certain limits with certain problems no longer become problems. And I think that if I get $8 million and I can't get into Rolling Loud with a, with a purchase ticket, <laughs> first of all, if I can't, if, if I didn't purchase a VIP ticket, I didn't really care that much. Right. <laughs> like, Straight up. Bro, like, if, 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 if I didn't beat, if I didn't beat little Bradley with mommy's credit card, to all the VF. Not even that. I don't even got to call nobody. I got to call my agent. Yo. Right. Go work that out for me. Bro, the agencies all, they all work together. They all, it's a small ass little community, man. Like, what are you doing? But yeah, I think that, I think that and a lot of other things that this cloud thing, 
is it actual business now? Mm-hmm. That's another thing. That these, that remember what the old age old thing was? Was that these players don't care about their salaries because they get endorsements? Yeah. Well, if if you if you get the right endorsement on your Instagram, you can get somewhere where a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars for a post. You can probably get a million. I don't know what it's an NBA player, but I know that Kylie Jenner once got, or Kendall Jenner, or Kylie, one of them once got seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a single Instagram post. Yeah, now man, that shit is bananas, fam. Now. Before I screamed so loud at that news, because that is that is <sighs> that that is the sort of like, and I mean, it was any kind of post, yeah, showing the product. Like it was under her discretion. She could have literally woke up, put like the they probably was like they probably were actually. I, I don't know the details of the contract, but they probably had certain things where it has to be this. They have a picture that we post that we every, and they chose out, but at the same time, it's literally posting it. And I guess maybe it's me not really act, realizing the sort of advertising tool that this is because what's the difference between this and the commercial? Like I wouldn't have been as I would I wouldn't have been as shocked if they said that oh you get seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to be in this commercial. I would have been like oh okay that's Kyle. That's, but then I'm, I'm I'm a little bit like but for a post, and I think it's because I can do the same thing. That's why it's like. And I think that matters because it's like if I don't want to go too too deep into that, but you can get big money on IG, so it's a place to get clout and a place to even use that clout to sustain your career as an NBA player. Like Kyle Kuzma has a um his one of his endorsement deals is, is with this boutique sneaker store called Dope, but he gets like all these cool like rare sneakers and everything like that. But it's like, have you ever seen a store for Dope? Have you ever seen a commercial for no, dope? Never. Have you ever seen like anything? Did you know what dope was before I told you? Nah, it's, not at all. But it's probably huge on IG. I huge on IG, social media. So it's like this is now the new crop. Like this is this going to be if IG gets big enough? Because it's still not it's still not in the Facebook range, but Facebook doesn't have like the same cachet with advertisers. In terms of like influencer branding, I'm like it's the the it's the business model because yeah. Instagram is very limited on the way you are able to orientate content. Gotcha. And because there's much more, it's it's much more visual, and it does not rely on you being able to read. So to think mm-hmm. about that is like Instagram is like. They want they're going after people who are looking at stuff. Facebook is going after people who read things. And there's a lot more money moving around the people who read things. So mm-hmm. it's, it, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Facebook is going to be banking over Instagram for a long time to come. It's oh, just yeah. this new generation. Oh, no, I mean, like, is all I mean, over. like if, if Instagram ever gets to a place where it reaches a, a, the, the type of reach of a Facebook, I feel like. And also, Facebook owns it, so it's not like... Right. It, it's still, and, and that helps out with... But I just feel like if it gets big enough and it sustains like this, it is. Because people are saying that this, this whole influencer bubble is popping because the reason why it's popping is because you can't just trust that if you get impressions that there's no... Like, I mean, there's certain metrics where you can do buy buttons and stuff like that, but there's no direct way to buy from Instagram. You can click a link and go. I think you can go to somebody else's 
website and then they can buy from there which is like but there's no like easy Amazon Prime two day one button like oh I want to buy this for Fashion Nova that I just saw one button my credit card's there another button boom Mm, okay I see what you're saying yeah so if if it it gets to that level where it's like that then it it, it becomes where it's like we might start seeing and there might already be this for athletes but we might start we, we might one day see one of those Nike lifetime deals for an athlete on Instagram. I don't know it's gonna be a billion, but we might start seeing like one of those. Uh, okay, yo, I, I I see what you're getting at, and that especially, especially for the guys who are like born into this, the people who are born into this. And I think one of the main things that I think we need to um also look at this year is where is Lonzo Ball going for a sneaker because he can leave oh, BBB yeah, right. after no all of that, after all that bullshit that went down with his own. With, with with the dude who uh, it's a long story, but they but they the guy who pretty much gave the idea of BBB to Lonzo Ball and to I mean, to, to Levar Ball was a was a, a, a criminal conman who was who went to jail before it didn't tell them and had been slowly siphoning money mm-hmm. or allegedly siphoning money from Lonzo Ball's account and when Lonzo found out he fired him and said that he was like a he was he was like just blindsided by him and. <laughs> And I think they asked him, would he be okay if Lonzo went to... And think about this. Lonzo left, I think, tens of millions of dollars on the table for for a Nike deal to take to do this bullshit BBB, which he could have... Like, I mean, obviously, if, if you say Nike, Nike is like, you can't wear nothing else. I don't care what your daddy has. Right. So you got to make a choice, either Nike or us. But, so I, I get it. You, if you're torn... But at the same time, it's like, yeah. if it's just, if it's, and I don't know what the inside is, but it, it, all it is is that your dad says, yo, let's do this. And again, he's he's a teenager over at this time. I think he's like 19, right. maybe 20. I mean, he's like, he don't know no better. Yeah. And, he's, and he's thinking like, yo, all these, and also he's going to be in line. Like also Lonzo Ball, this is the great thing about a rookie, is that a rookie has, I think, two of his big, if, if, you're, if you're a superstar rookie. If you're a superstar rookie like a like a Ben Simmons or, or perfect example Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, you have two big days: the day you you join the NBA and the day when after you've had two or three standout rookie of the year, almost MVP level season, you in your first three, maybe your first two or three years, however long your rookie contract is, you have the now you're going to get a max contract. So then you go from making five six million dollars a year. To literally, you make six times that much for the next five years, and then you get more. Like 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 Ben Simmons. I, I don't know his exact contract, and I, I could pull it up, but he was making you know a rookie deal, right? And then he outperformed all of that, and now they just gave him an extension for like I think what thirty seven million dollars, forty million dollars a year uh-huh. in like two thousand and nineteen, and he just started like what. Two years ago, didn't he just win rookie of the year? <laughs> like he just won rookie of the year like two years ago, but he's been signed for three years, and they just and they already gave him like forty some like some crazy number for four years. Same thing with um, Embiid, gave him some crazy number. If you outperform, that's why dudes like Mitchell want to outperform. They're in their second year. This this is a big year. This is a huge. Oh, this is third year actually. Last year was his second year. This is his third year. This is a big year. This is five, year. five years, one sixty-eight. That's another clutch client. Years. Rich Paul out there getting it done. 
getting it. 33 million done. a year. Nigga. Ooh, buddy. That's, that's going to be a guy. And don't, and, and don't think that there's not a future where Ben Simmons and AD aren't partners. Just saying. Oh, I could totally just, see that, man. I mean, I'm it's, like I'm it could just think... it could be the Los Angeles clutches. Like it's it's it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> you dig? Like you I, know, I, I see can't... it all in this. It's all in the works, man. Yo, nobody's benefit more from being a clutch a clutch owned client than one guy, KCP. Oh, yeah. This man is getting the life the life. He first of all, he was a yeah, he was a condition. That. Yes, that's a great point. Yo, when I found out that he was a condition to LeBron coming to Lakers, like yo, yeah, but we also got <laughs> we also got his homeboy too. Like yo, okay, like yo, LeBron gonna come to the club, but like yo, his, you know, my homeboy too, right? All right, he cool. All right, whatever, man. that's cool. Yeah, he's cool too, man. That's what it was, and then. He, he, they brought him back now, I think, because they had nothing else left. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he's not the player you... I, the, the Lakers just overplayed. They got played, and they didn't have a plan B. Yeah. And that's yeah, the problem. They, they, there was no, they waited too long. They let, they let Kawhi dictate, and that's what happened when you have players who now have some power. You let Kawhi dictate the... Um, in terms of everything, I'll t- and and Hanley, maybe he does because you have to be like. But then again, you can also say that all right, Kawhi, um, if we don't hear you back by now, we're going to move on to somebody else, right? Because we're not trying to stay here past this day because we getting rumblings that Kyrie wants to leave. We're getting rumblings that KD's unhappy. KD was unhappy. If if KD's willing to go to the um, Nets. Who knows what he's doing? KD might, KD might have said, yo, bro, I'll join the uh, Lakers. Y'all got a max spot? Yeah, we do. Right for you, partner. All right, me, Braun, AD. I already got my two rings without Braun. Braun right. got his rings without me. You know what I mean? Against Braun, too. So you can't even say I'm riding the coattails. Yeah, man. I bust this nigga's ass. Bro, Multiple I, times. This, man, and just to wrap it up with this part, it's... it's being crazy just to see how all of this stuff has shaken out. You know, I'm there's a few concerns for me going forward, like what you just said, just how some of this stuff is going to work out in the end. I'm like, I just hope it don't blow up in nobody's face, like some of the shit like Rich Paul we doing. Um, can I ask you one question? What's up? One question, and I want to ask you before we. And this is a great uh, a way we can sign off. I don't want to pull this on because I know you got to go soon. What? Just once. No, nah, it's all good. One. One, give me the team that after they made these moves is going to surprise people the most in a good way, and name me a team that made these moves that you think is going to surprise people in a negative way. See, it's hard to like all the major movement is is going to make it hard for give anybody it to come up look surprising. But like, I but guess. Give- Give me your gut feeling because I know you've seen a, a you've seen certain moves and you've been like, and some of your gut maybe you didn't explore it, but some of your gut was like, uh, that might not work out. You know what I mean? Or ooh, that's a good move. Like this. Well, I say this like, as far as like sneaky impact, Patrick Beverly coming back to the Clippers ooh. and basically making that like the all defensive team on one squad. One uh, squad. 
I think it's going to be surprisingly how bad people perform against the Clippers. I'm going to put be, that. Is uh, like you you going to think like it's going to be a regular game but like nah bro, y'all going to shoot like 40% tonight. You like They're going to start them three niggas too. But they're going to start them three. It's, it's going to be and, trouble and, out the gate. From jump from 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 the tip off, you're going to have Pat Beverly on your ass. Like and then you can and now you can't hide Steph no more. Will you hide him on Paul George? Really? Mm-hmm. You, you, you sure about that? <laughs> sure about, <laughs> you sure about that? I don't know about that. You got to, to hide him on, like, you know, I don't know, man. It's going to be work. It's going to be tough work for this man. But, okay, so how about the one that you think is going to be not, not so positive? Oh, man, I hate to say this. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But, bro, I'm going to have to go with the Lakers, bro. Like, I just, I don't. I'm not feeling the rest of the squad, man. Like, I feel like it's going to look good on the highlights, but I'm still really concerned. You know, I, my kids brought out my my Kobe Bryant Lakers jersey. They've been wearing it around the house. That shit like a 2X. I bought that shit in like 06. So it's a number eight on top of that. Like, this some vintage ass shit. Okay. And... Probably. You know, I was holding. I was like, "Damn, bro!" Like, I remember being a fan. Like, and I'm feel like being a fan again. And then I looked at the rest of the roster, and I was like, "I don't know if I can be a fan again." Like, it's just it don't feel good as it should. <laughs> you don't believe in Kuzma? I mean, Kuzma's great, man. But bro, there's no fucking depth. On this yeah. squad, man, like that shit is Cousin? important. I mean, bro, Cousin? we already seen he can't jump over a phone book now. <laughs> like, dog, I don't feel good about that shit at all. Oh, and my you God. just got you got me a total fan mode right there when I said that shit. I can feel it coming out. I can feel it. You like, you know what? I think I think you're gonna change your mind after. I really think, and this kind of goes to to, to to my picks, and I'll just end it right there. Uh, it, I, I'm not gonna say the Lakers. I'm not gonna say the Lakers. Okay, who, who you got? Somebody that's gonna surprise in a bad way. What I'm gonna say is is going to be the um in a bad way. Ooh, I think gonna. I think it's going to be. I hate to say it, man. I think it. I think it might be the Heat. I don't Ooh. think I like James Butler unless they get unless they get Westbrook. Yeah, unless they get Westbrook, that's just a big contract. That's just a, a over. Like, nothing against James Butler. Nothing at all. But James Butler by, by himself ain't getting you or ain't getting to the playoffs. I don't know. Not with that squad. I don't know. I don't know. The East. The East is, is nah, good. They, they're not going to be able to do that uh, in the East. They, they're they're going to need Westbrook to get over the hump, but it. And, and, and I, I, I kind of feel where you're going with that. I was, I'm not too hopeful about the Heat either. But who I am very um, hopeful about, and who I think is going to have the biggest impact that nobody is talking about, and who I have coming up the East is a team with the best starting five in the NBA right now. If one time don't work, and if two times don't work, three times gonna work on that ass. The Philadelphia Seventy Sixers are going to the NBA Finals. That that solidifying with getting Al Horford and keeping Tobias. Even though I think Tobias Harris 
is a little bit of a playoff fraud. Yeah, in the big moment, he's got that stitch on him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, because my thing is like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say he's a bad player, and you have to nitpick when it comes to making it to the finals, because everybody at at that level, everybody's great. You can't just say he's a great player. So what? So is this guy. But did he? But this guy scored 29. You scored 24. And guess what? You lost by three. That's how it comes down. Sometimes yeah. it comes down to that. Yeah. It comes down to that. those moves. And when you're missing these open corner threes and you guys lose to a tip, tip, tip in the last seconds, and you miss the open corner threes, it's got to hurt. And if it doesn't, something wrong with you. So I don't, I, I'm still iffy on the guy, but he's still a great talent. And then they just made the most dominating big man duo since Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and on the Pelicans. Uh, this is like, like pre I, I can't think of a, a, a two man inside game that is so that is defensively is so stout as these two guys. Maybe like in a while, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 gonna be interesting to watch Philly this year. Uh like you said. Yeah, it, it, it's, I'm like, bro, this this whole NBA season, because you got, like, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, you know, like, what the heat is going to be, um, you know, what Toronto going to be able to do coming back, and you got the West, you know, like, what's going to happen to Golden State, you know, the Lakers or the Clippers going to be, what we think they're going to be, where does Denver fit in, what does Dame and the Portland Trailblazers have to say about what's going on, you know, is Dallas going to come around? You know, Sacramento is some of the the young guys going to come around. Uh, I mean, it's it's so much to look forward to this coming up NBA season. I think there might be a record number of NBA league passes bought this year because mm. I'm gonna be one. I'm just it's gonna wide be, open. It's, I'm all over that shit. I'm getting league pass. Fuck all the other shit. Like I let so many years go by where I wanted to have this shit and could not afford it. I'm going to figure out a way so I can make enough money to pay my bills and feel good that I just spent $300 on basketball. I'm not going to really, hesitate. It's so it's so wide open right now that it's going that there's going to be games that you would have never even it, it, it a, a November game between the the Miami Heat and let's see the Miami Heat. I mean, shit, and, the fucking Hawks. I'll buy and the Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, a, a November game is from I'm seeing the Miami Heat and the Pelicans is literally one Westbrook move away from being must watch TV. I don't think a Heat Pelicans game has been that big since the big three the Heat was, and I don't even think it was even in. It wasn't. You you absolutely you know right, I mean? man. That's that's a great point. I mean, it's. There's gonna, gonna be a be lot of matchups every night, and then also you got you got the, the 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 new crown, the new the new guys who have stayed the course. The Bucks, who used to be like three years ago, nobody cared about the Bucks. You know, the Bucks wasn't much we watch TV. Now you have to watch Giannis and the Bucks. You mm-hmm. have, and they kept, and it's been that way for the last two two years. But they kept it. They kept it. They didn't fall off and be like a one hit or a two hit, one, a two year wonder where like they had a run. Now it just seems like it's a system. Like Giannis just seems like that player who get him shooters, get him players, and he'll get you exciting winning basketball. Um, the Sixers after years, like we went into a new decade, way different than we started this decade. This decade started with 
the Lakers dominating, the Celtics still still making moves. Uh, you know, the Warriors being like who? Uh, yeah, what, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just so many. The only team that is that is still re- remotely where it was then that it is now might be the Nuggets. Right. I think they, the Nuggets, they just like being think, consistently the, in the the middle of the mix, in like, the middle of the mix, but still doing enough good shit. Because that was before we got that was, we, that was like and, and the Spurs was like, too. The Spurs been around. They they ain't really fair. Well, no, 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 no. Because the Spurs, the, the, the thing about it, the Spurs are way better than me on now. I don't think my high take. I don't think the Spurs make the playoffs. I said that shit earlier. Somebody said I was crazy, but nope. Jazz, I'm talking to you, enough. man. This is the dude. The Western Conference is the most stacked. Wesley Con- I know it's every year, but it's true now. With Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, yeah, yes, you take away the Thunder, but then you add up. You you don't just add another playoff team. You add another elite team. That's the thing. You take away a, a a fringe playoff team that loses in the first round, and you add an elite team that bounce that adds more than it, than it, than it takes away. So now you have. I mean, the Warriors are still the Warriors. Maybe you don't call them. I, I, I'm going to give them the respect until they show me they're not elite. So I'm still going to put them up there. Like, it's still Warriors, Rockets, uh, Nuggets. Um, I, oh, well, almost. I think the Nuggets are going to show if they can be considered an elite team. But I think right now they are. Nuggets. Uh, Lakers could be something. Clippers. Like, you got at least five or six. Yeah. You have, there's a good chance place, you, can have, you can have a top. You can have eight straight teams. The, the, the top eight could legitimately in the West contend NBA contend for a championship. Think about that. Yeah, Blazers, yeah. Jet, like yeah. the Jazz and the Nuggets are so good. People are saying that, and the Jazz may move. They I got Bogdanovich the in that bitch. Like yeah, yeah, the Jazz yeah. may move. You can. I don't think I've ever seen somebody say a seven C had a shot. You might be able to say that now. You might be able to say a seven. Yo, that seventh got a shot. So we so we looking at the NBA basically turning into the NHL next year. Yo, straight up. Shit. That's that's pretty straight much up. what we got. I don't watch the NHL, but I guess, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I guess. Like, it, it's a thing, man. Like it, they routinely have seven to eight seeds going to the finals. Like it's not a, a fucking aberration. Like it okay. it happens. But um, I already know you running short on time, man. And I've been locking down the room for a minute, and it's time for me to get up. So I, I know we were supposed yeah. to talk about Dreamville and stuff, man. We're gonna have we're gonna have to figure out some time to try to squeeze yeah. that in sometime this week, man. Because we we got some thoughts that we wanted to share with y'all uh, about that whole situation. Uh, you know what? And, and I'm gonna figure it out because I got something coming out. Is it, it, either gonna already be out? It, it'll probably already be out by the time. So there's a there's a piece that I dropped. That it's gonna be pretty dope. There's a, there's a couple of stories in there that. <laughs> oh, don't give it away, man. Just just let it wait. Just let it wait. I won't let it wait. I mean, you know, you know who did you know what? Well, you know, let's keep that between. I'm, man, I'm gotta know that, man. Gotta know that. All right, kid, man. I appreciate you coming on the podcast once again, man. All right, yeah, uh, be good, man. I'ma holler at y'all. See you Stay up. All right, take it easy, man. All right, that was Keith Nelson Jr. coming on the Rundown South podcast. Once again, Rundown, all these NBA topics I didn't had sitting on my desk for the last two weeks. So I appreciate him. Y'all can follow him at Just Air on Twitter, Instagram, all that. You can follow the show at The Rundown South. That's D-A Rundown South 
on every platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever. You can follow me at CL the main event. Same thing. And uh if you got any questions, comments, you want to get featured on the show, advertising inquiries, send them over to CL at the And I will definitely get back with you and make something happen. So once again, I appreciate everybody out there taking a little bit of time out your day to listen to this podcast. And you made it all the way to the end. So you a real one. And I'm out here. Peace. This is the